BMW, it's Melissa and Stephanie Carcace, the founders of Millennial Women and the host of Millennial Women Talk. Thank you for tuning in to our Los Angeles Mentor episode. In this segment, we sit down with some of the most successful and knowledgeable women who are paving the way for us. We get the chance to ask them for their guidance and advice on some of the most challenging topics we face today as Millennial Women. This episode was recorded on the beautiful ranch of Wolf Connection in Acton, California. We had the incredible honor to interview Kate Zelansky, Renee Alfaro, and Julia Capelli, the leadership team at Wolf Connection, a nonprofit wolf rescue sanctuary in California. Here are some of our favorite moments from today's episode. Moving with them and the more that I've worked with them in my female essence has helped me become a stronger woman and really become a woman at all. Get curious of why am I in this situation or what can I learn from this? How can I change it rather than, you know, beat yourself up or blame others for the situation that you're in? Um, But if you remain open and curious that you have a lot more power. It's true. It's not that us humans are over the wolves. It's really we have to operate in a way of being equal. Mm -hmm. So if we want to get the respect and the trust and the love, we have to give it and show it first. And here's our full conversation with the women of Wolf Connection, our Los Angeles mentors. So welcome, ladies of Wolf Connection. Just for our womanhood to recognize your voices, if you could just round, we could go start, starting from Renee, if you could just introduce yourself. <laughs> Great. Thanks, Julia. <laughs> Um, I'm Renee, and I'm the lead of Animal Behavior here at Wolf Connection, and I've been here for almost nine years. I'm Kate. I am the Director of Development for Wolf Connection, and I've been here for many years, not quite nine years, but... (laughs) I'm Julia. I'm the Chief of Operations. I've been here for seven or eight years. I'm not sure. (laughs) Nobody knows. (laughs) Nobody knows. Um, So so tell us a little bit about what Wolf Connection is and what is your, your mission here. And anybody can jump in. At the most basic, uh, Wolf Connection is a wolf and wolf dog rescue center. But what our real mission is, is empowerment. Um, Not just youth empowerment, but to all at-risk groups. Mm -hmm. Julia has a lovely way of saying, you know, who among us is not at risk? Needing to be at risk of being more alive or being more present um, or being more in love with yourself or... um, being more um, available to your family. These are practices and ways of being that we teach to anyone who comes here, not even teach, just allow them to experience it. And through a series of invitations and the stories of the animals and their rescue, our goal is that the people who come here and visit us take away a piece of that with them and that there's a ripple effect, essentially. And, you know, they talk to their family about it, they talk to their friends about it, they change their way of being and, and you know, more people come here and the work that we do spreads across the globe. <laughs> Global domination is really my question. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that I think is really interesting and, and powerful that you guys have been doing is your Women with Wolves program. And could you tell us a little bit about why did that get started? Because I know that you work with at-risk youth and definitely who isn't at risk in life. Um, Why did you want to do something so specific to women? I started it because it was easier to start with a group of women Mm -hmm. and to alter the curriculum a little bit to have it 
really more focused on the feminine essence, not necessarily the gender of female, but the feminine essence, because the wolves have shown us time and time again that they prefer a feminine essence despite the gender. So for men, it can be a little bit more difficult to get close to them because they just have more testosterone than women do. But even a woman who's not really open to her own feminine essence, the wolves might shy away from. So it's not as much about women, though it's mostly only female genders or female um, people who recognize themselves as female who join us. It's For me, it was just an easier way of introducing the idea of the feminine essence. And when, how often do women really spend that much time just with women? Yeah, it's very, very important. It's really interesting that you touched on that, that wolves do prefer this feminine energy more than testosterone, how, how you put it. As a woman, would anyone like to share this experience in working with these magical and spiritual creatures? As a woman, has that affected you in any way at all? For me, it's made me very aware of my masculine side mm. uh, and having a balance between the two because I, my work is very masculine-oriented. I'm, 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 uh, it's very pointed. I have many tasks to get done, and I'll come and focus on this person, this person, this person. And when I'm in that mode, the wolves, like it's like parting the seas. As I come through, they want enough, very little to do with me. Mm-hmm. Or they may go on their backs, go belly up for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I when I get centered in myself and in the, the feminine aspect, the softer part of me that's more open this way versus having an agenda, uh, which is not to say that all masculine energy has an agenda. It's just a different direction of, of the flow. Mm-hmm. When I'm more open, they so so they seem to be as well. For me, especially being lead of animal behavior right. and heading a lot of the training and socialization also the intake of the rescues and what their process is of rehabilitating is it tends to take more of that feminine energy, mm-hmm. that female essence to come in in that more nurturing with flow energy of really helping them and kind of moving with them. Cause a lot of the times they're not very grounded, you know, after coming here from wherever they came from, which is usually a pretty rough background is finding themselves when they're here. And in my years of working here, I've really found myself through, through that process as well, moving with them. And the more that I've worked with them in my female essence has helped me become a stronger woman and really become a woman at all wow. in this world. That's really powerful. That's really, really powerful. Was there like a specific moment for you, sort of <laughs> where you kind of just felt different or is it? What was your journey like in in sort of this transformative? It was definitely a very long journey that began before I even realized it began. And I would say it would be the day that I met Maya, Mm -hmm. who is our now late passed away alpha female, who at the time of me starting, I was still just a kid, just a little girl trying to figure myself out in the world. And she was this incredible female could be alpha, but she didn't even know it herself yet. And having a moment of contact with her that just opened up all doors and windows to the world and through this process of her discovering her alphaness helped me discover myself. Whether that's alpha, whether that's whatever role in the packet is, but it really 
me nurturing her led to her guiding me mm-hmm. to who I am today and, and how really I work with the rest of the pack. Oh, that's amazing. And Kate, how the pack like continues to... to work with us. Did you feel the wind pick <laughs> yeah. up when yeah. she said Maya? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, Maya usually calls the wind with her. Um, Stephanie was asking, my experience um, working here with Wolf Connection and my own femininity is um, curious enough, um, you know, wolves are always seen as, you know, more masculine, like guys, guys are kind of attracted to them. Um, um, But we're really a female-driven organization. I mean, you're speaking to the three Mm -hmm. head females of the organization, and you guys were volunteers at one point, and mm-hmm. so you know firsthand we're mostly women yep. run. Um, mm-hmm. It draws in a lot of really powerful women. Um, and not a lot of us get to have the experience of positive groups of women working together without the competition, but mm-hmm. actually working right. together mm-hmm. towards a unified mission. Mm-hmm. And for me, so it's not necessarily working with the wolves. It's working alongside mm-hmm. really cool women who are all here to support each other. Yeah, 100%. I mean, definitely when we used to yes, volunteer we here, can attest to this, this was a whole womanhood just here at the ranch. And for those of you guys, I mean, we did labor stuff. You guys do labor stuff. You yeah. know, I never thought that I was going to be cutting up raw meat in the middle of the summer. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we, we saved some for oh, you, you today. Yeah. Oh, I would love to do it. Do you want to show them your boots? Do, do you show them the boots? I oh, mean, I even have hiking boots <laughs> now. Like, I was like, who is this person? But you know what? I found a lot of strength within myself. Like, yeah. I could really do anything. And the mm-hmm. wolves really gave me that strength in this place, too. That's why when we moved back to Miami, I sobbed so yeah. much. Um, what has been sort of the, have you met a woman in the program or has, or even in the volunteer system here that has come up to you and has transformed her life completely? Like something you maybe never would have expected or somebody's journey that just sort of changed. Yes. And I couldn't possibly attest to anyone's life changing completely other than my own. Right. Um, I couldn't speak for someone at that level and I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. but I think it's safe to say that that you leave with at least something when you come here you know and working and having that experience I'm sure you can speak for yourself on this has it been a life changing experience for you I'm sure every aspect of my life has changed other than the fact that I have three children and they are still the same three children (laughs) (laughs) everything else has changed I think that the theme this year for Women and Wolves is the harmony of um, the single voice uh, in unison with the pack mm-hmm. um, is the theme that she's going for this year. Um, but you'll have to register to find out, I guess, <laughs> for the experience. When you say that it's in, in harmony and in sync, you're referencing to sort of how it really happens here when the wolves actually start to howl, which is, I hope we get to catch that at some point because it's the most incredible experience um i don't know i know amanda's not here to talk about it i would love to sort of know what her what her inspiration was to sort of pick that specific topic um but maybe we can reference it into what is that feeling for you i mean you know in the morning when it's time for feeding and even sometimes when it's time to go to sleep or they just they do this powerful how i know you experience it every day and you can't simply get used to it i'm sure that every day that it happens something in you just gets triggered could you tell me about that experience I mean that answers it's a great question 
people, I've heard people answer that in many different ways, what comes up, what they project into hearing the howl, mm-hmm. what they receive from that experience is different each time. For me, it's a release, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, like a way of releasing maybe the pain and suffering of any of the people who've walked through here. Mm-hmm. It's a way of calling in aliveness and doing it together, even though the, the animals present here do not all get along because they don't function as a pack would in the wild. Mm-hmm. Um, and but in that, life, it's like that too, right? So in, in your pack at work or your pack in a family, you know, the, it's okay. Yeah. There is not, a, there's a way to, to have harmony, right. despite the fact that maybe not everyone gets along. We can do at least one thing together. Right. And identifying what that at least maybe one or more things might be is part of the, the process and celebration. Because that's sort of a wolf principle, right? It's one of the wolf Which principles. Which one do you remember? Tell me. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, I mean, one of the things that I, well, I will say first. Teamwork makes, makes the not, dream work. <laughs> well, we did do a whole <laughs> teamwork makes the dream. Yeah, that was hers. I will say going to the house, the one thing that I learned from it was being present. Because I'm somebody that, and, and I'm getting better at it, but I'm somebody who lives in my head all the time. And that was my struggle. And when I started volunteering here, I started to overcome that challenge. You had no choice but to be present. Oh, you had to be, <laughs> you know. And <laughs> I mean, especially when you're working with them. Right. You know, you don't, these animals are not, they're not dogs. They're, they're you have to respect them. They're just like another human being. You have to show that respect. And I learned that. And knowing that if they don't want to come to me, it's okay not to take it personal. Right. Um, I don't know if you guys or anybody wants to jump in on the topic of, of that because it triggered something. We have a lot of women that are not happy where they work because they don't like the people they work with. There's families that people are in that they're just like, I didn't pick them, but I'm here and I can't get along with my family. But the fact that you have to be a pack together and at least do one thing in common, is there anything that you have experienced or have heard that have can help people overcome learned. this challenge from the principle of these animals? Something you just said... They're not dogs. Mm-hmm. There's a negative self-talk. So they're not dogs, so now I'm going to do something different. Mm. So I'm changing my expectation. And in that could be a lot of negative self-talk as well. So it's some part of me that I think is a dog, using dog in a negative term. And I want to turn to my inner wolf, seeing wolf as something, some part of me that's in the light. So how many people are walking around feeling poorly about themselves about their jobs you did have a choice whether or not you were mindful when they howled you absolutely did have a choice you chose not to have to feel you chose to feel you didn't have a choice but it's still a choice and maybe people maybe some people believe you choose the families you're born into for the very specific learning that comes from that family so I have the choice to honor the curriculum and move forward or beat myself up for the rest of my life or some portion thereof it's all a choice. So I'm going to honor the dog. I'm going to honor the wolf. Uh, the wolf started everything and gave me the dog as well. Mm-hmm. I'm going to honor every part of me. So the harmony comes from who am I in the pack? I honor every role in the pack, and I honor my changing role in the pack. It's true because as a pack, they do change their roles, mm-hmm. which is interesting because I don't think a lot of people know that. I think they just think once an alpha is an alpha, it's like that's it. But is that does that change? For the, what's best for the pack? Mm-hmm. I mean, usually, you know, animals have what what's natural mm-hmm. to them. Um, now, of course, you're going to get into nature versus nurture. Right. Mm-hmm. So sometimes, depending on your family dynamic growing up, you might have to fill a role 
that maybe doesn't quite fit as comfortably, but it's because of what's necessary. And then maybe as you grow, maybe you separate yourself from that family or for friendships or different work environment and challenge yourself to really find what's within you is you can then start taking on other roles. Mm. But also too, especially for us humans, because we do have multiple packs, right? We're not just one pack in our whole life. We have family packs, friend packs, work packs, all different kinds that depending, you might have to wear multiple hats and wear different roles, depending on where you are in that pack. Another one of the things that we practice here at Wolf Connection as a, as a team um, that we're trying to instill in our culture is a sense of curiosity um, and to always remain curious because wolves are always curious. And so, you know, as to what Julia and Renee were speaking about is to get curious of why am I in this situation or what can I learn from this? How can I change it rather than, you know, beat yourself up or blame others for the situation that you're in? Um, That if you remain open and curious, that you have a lot more power. I also, I kind of want to shift gears back into um, the wolf and the animal that is the wolf. Um, I think we see a lot in entertainment and media um, this stereotypical version of what a wolf is. You're, since you have so much experience working with these with these incredible animals, if you can really shed the correct light and paint the picture of what a wolf is for our listeners. And on top of that, whoever answers, I also want to hear what's the stereotypical image of what a woman is as well. Well, I, I can start. Um, and I think I can start more through experience and then what I see when other people come that might have their preconceived ideas of what wolves are is that a lot of times it's shocking to find out that they're naturally shy, they're cautious, and they're very non-confrontational. So they're more into being with themselves and being with their pack and protecting what needs to be protected, but not necessarily going out and looking for a fight, right? And even if sometimes there is confrontation, because as life is, there's always going to be hiccups and bumps, but they come at it in a way that they want to handle it as best as possible without necessarily causing damage. So more in a gentle, in tune, I'm going to make my point, but that doesn't mean I'm going to go for the throat right away. And for these guys is, you know, they are very shy. They are very cautious. They like to get the lay of the land first and figure out whether it's something that, is this something I want to put my energy into or put myself in a position that is unknown or take a couple steps back, figure it out and assess it before I fully commit to it. So really being aware of what they need and what's being asked of them in different situations if it doesn't feel safe like let's say they're confronted with someone who wants something from them or has their own agenda that is not fitting them they'll they'll retract they'll they'll take themselves out of it they won't put themselves in that position Mm -hmm. so it's really like you had said before you have to give that respect Mm -hmm. to gain that respect and it's true it's not that us humans are over the wolves is really we have to operate in a way of being equal Mm. so if we want to get the respect and the trust and the love we have to give it 
and show it first and earn it. It's not just a given just because we're humans. It's not just a given because you're a certain gender or race or anything like that is. Everybody has to work for it. Just because I'm nice. <laughs> just because you're nice. When you were talking, it made me think of um, a movie I saw many, many years ago. He's just not that into you. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking of all the women who are dating and... You know, when I was dating, and hopefully I will be again one day, how much time did I waste yeah. on someone who really wasn't responding in a way that showed connection? Mm-hmm. And why did I do that? Mm. Um, and, and I certainly don't waste my time or judge the wolves that way. I just do what I need to do in the moment and accept the relationship as it is for whatever it is in that moment. But I don't expect more than what is present Mm -hmm. and if I can take that into other areas of my life as I do attempt to do hopefully successfully sometimes Mm -hmm. I'm much more my expectations are reasonable and appropriate and I appreciate what's actually happening Mm -hmm. in the moment versus trying to make it something else well you're not you're not in you're not in love with some painted picture and illusion right so I feel like sometimes people get stuck in that how does my life gonna look right so if you have this relationship you're like no but it's got to look like this because this is how everybody's relationships look like that could be in friendships or even like romantic relationships it's like and I like what you said you have to sort of respect it for what it is and if it doesn't work for you I would assume just walk away (laughs) that might not be an animal I take for a walk because Mm -hmm. it's not harmonious (laughs) Right, exactly. Which has happened. But I can still feed it and give mm-hmm. it water of course. and say hello. Of course. Mm-hmm. And still it's, love it in a different love way. Love it and respect yeah, it yeah. and for, for who they are. One of, the, one of the lessons that happens here a majority of the time, whether it's a women's group or um, a young person's group or an at-risk kids group or foster group, is we take them in with the animals and um, one of the animals will congregate around one particular kid and all the other kids will say things like oh he really likes you Mm -hmm. or he must really like you or he loves you or if they get a kiss oh you got a kiss but what if you turn that around what are they really saying about themselves Mm -hmm. because he's not coming up to me he doesn't like me he doesn't love me Mm -hmm. one of the things that Julia asks the kids is you're letting a wolf determine your worth Mm -hmm. you can ask that same thing about men in your life or the job that you have you're going to let your title determine your worth or your relationship determine your worth Mm -hmm. that comes from inside that's internal Mm -hmm. so from hearing what Renee is teaching us about wolves in the wild um just being into being there's no there's no judgments there's no preconceived notions they do what they need to do in a safe way that's in harmony with the environment and if we can think about everything in our life that way or ourselves that way um then we'll find that to be more in harmony with with ourselves and our needs and our wants and, and live life more joyously mm-hmm. well it sounds more like boundaries right it's like mm-hmm. the, the wolf is like these are my yeah, boundaries naturally. and i'm okay with that mm-hmm. and like because i at least for me on a personal level i'm always like i'm the biggest people pleaser ever i've gotten better at it i will say um and it's always for that it's always like well i hope that they just like me You know, and I never put those boundaries and I would do things I don't want to do. I would put myself in situations I wasn't supposed to be in. And I respect that from these animals because that's what they teach us. Mm -hmm. And as humans, that's what we should apply to our lives because we will live happier and more fulfilled lives if we just put our boundaries, put ourselves first and know first what we need before we give to Mm -hmm. others. Mm -hmm. Um, I remember we had in our contributor roundtable with Diana part of it where 
she said the first thing that she does is take care of herself. She works out and she gets ready for the day and then she goes out and she starts to give. But she can't give. She has to take care of herself, right? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's such a, a powerful thing to, to do because women, at least myself, we're always last on the list. You know, we never put ourselves first. And I think that the animals teach us that and I think it's important to do that. Yeah. Um, has that been the sort of the issue for any of you guys? I think how I take care of myself, what's the intention behind mm -hmm. it? So, yes, I could say I want to take care of myself first, but am I, for, in what am I looking to be in harmony? Right. It's whatever yeah. you're missing at the time. I can, because I can do it from a very selfish place. I'm taking care of me first and I'm going to go justify, I'm going right. to go do this, this, and this. Does that take me out of being in harmony right. with myself internally and externally? So I'd like to be really careful with how I Does your intention how change I every day? That. Depends on my level of awareness mm -hmm. and what else is going on and how centered I am. And if you ever feel off-centered, what is your best way to come back again when, you, when you're like, oh, I'm off, I got to get back to alignment? Silence. Mm -hmm. Sit outside okay in the wind and close my eyes and be silent and listen inside. Yeah, because you're finding out what you need. Yeah. You're listening first to see what's going on. I do want to add one thing here that's really important. Oh, this yeah. is primarily a female-run, driven organization, mm -hmm. feminine essence, but it was started by a man. Mm -hmm. yeah. And his name mm -hmm. is Tao Alfaro, and it started because of his heart, mm -hmm. because he opened his heart to rescuing a particular group of 16 wolves and wolf dogs. And that, for me, yes, I'm a woman and I, and I love being female, but my goal is to come together and not to have sure. separate women against men, to come, mm -hmm. every, every aspect has its story of how it came to be where we are right now in this generation mm -hmm. and, and the um, behaviors we have that mm -hmm. brought us here. Mm -hmm. So for me, that my inner goal is to bring the masculine and the feminine together as much as possible. Mm -hmm. And I think Teo has, in, in my personal opinion, has done a, an amazing um, heartfelt job in starting that here with Wolf Connection. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. beautiful. I can agree and, with that. And to add to that, I mean, at least what I've witnessed and I can speak for myself is it's been an opportunity to not only be a woman, but to be in touch with both, having mm -hmm. that balance between the feminine and the masculine, and also to witness the men that are here. We have incredible strong men here as well, mm -hmm. that also mm -hmm. they put in the work to mm -hmm. equally be in touch with their feminine mm -hmm. side, mm -hmm. to work with these animals more in depth, and to see those bonds that they create from that. It's, it's really having, you have to have that balance between the masculine and the feminine. Yeah. Um, and you can recognize it in, in moments with it. So it's beautiful to see both sides. It's true. The wolves do. Mm -hmm. They're run by alpha female and an alpha male. Mm -hmm. And the whole pack in support and vice versa. Mm -hmm. So so it pulls out both in, in each gender. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that definitely firsthand in how when a collaborative effort happens and it's not, it is very female driven on the grounds and you feel that, that female essence, but the men here tails an incredible man and he's done incredible things and will continue to do incredible things as well. I would love for you to tell our listeners where they can donate and help keep this dream continue on, please. Anybody can Super easy to donate and support um, on our website, wolfconnection.org. And you can, you can donate to, um, 
you know, the general facilities or, or um, sponsor an empowerment program or sponsor a wolf. Um, but we are completely um, run off of community support. Um, and we have, we're always open and welcoming new people into our community. And um, thank you for that opportunity to share that. That was very nice to be We thank you for everything that you're doing, not only for us, but for everyone that is allowed to come here. Yeah. And um, for the wolves. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. If you want to learn more about Wolf Connection and how you can sponsor a wolf and register for their Women with Wolves program, please visit www.wolfconnection.org. Let's stay connected. Follow us at We Are Millennial Women on Instagram and Facebook to follow our journey as we hear the voices of the women of our generation and uncover the challenges we all face and how we choose to overcome them. We hope you enjoyed this episode and encourage you to continue on with the conversation. Always remember to keep being the strong, amazing woman that you are and never forget to live inspired. Until next time, MW, always love Melissa and Stephanie Carcace.